The rumor mill is officially spinning for the Batman Part 2 starring Robert Pattinson as the Cape Crusader. Sounds like we might have a new villain and he could be uh, maybe a little two-faced. And today is June 12, 2023, and Isaac from Kaboom Comics is not here today, but I'll be filling in for him to let you guys know what I'll be picking up on New Comic Book Day. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 Podcast. All right, so one of my favorite movies in 2022 was The Batman, all right? You know, starring Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. The Batman, you know, directed by Matt Reeves. Uh, That movie was just so dope to me. I just loved everything about it. Uh, And when I left that movie, I was like, man, we definitely need to get more from this this style of Batman uh, and it, we definitely are, man. We're definitely going to be getting another Batman. Uh, but I believe production is supposed to be starting in 2024. So I'm sure we'll be getting more detailed and concrete uh, information about the direction of the movie. Maybe not too much to spoil it, but I think we're going to be getting more casting announcements and, and things like that once we get closer to the start of production. But. Uh, the Hot Mike podcast, man, with Jeff Snyder uh, and John Rocha, he was on there and uh, he talked about some of the rumors that he's been hearing about uh, who could possibly be um, the villain in the, the next Batman movie. Now, there's been a lot of rumors, man, um, probably for the past like mm, six, seven months or so about who was going to play the the that new villain for uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman to take on? Um, of course, we're getting the spinoff series on HBO Max, The Penguin. Uh, and, you know, people were like, oh, why don't we just, you know, keep him and, you know, go forward with Colin Farrell being the Penguin. And we get like an origin story of how he got to this point and finish it off in the second Batman. That wasn't really my uh, hopes. I was really hoping for a Mr. Freeze, you know, if you guys have been tuning in, you know, I've been talking about Mr. Freeze being that, that next villain, if they could do it and make it realistic. I don't know, some weird scientists that are like freezing people or something. I don't know. Uh, but I, I would have loved to see that. Then there was rumors that Clayface could be the main villain. Um, I, I wasn't really sure how they would be able to do that. Um, but I'm sure they could make it spooky and scary and make this guy like, a psycho serial killer that's like, you know, sorry, it's about to be real graphic, but, you know, snatching people's faces or something like something crazy like that. Uh, but new reports are now coming out from, uh, like I mentioned, John uh, Rocha or Rocha. Uh, he said on the Hot Mike podcast that producers are looking at uh, uh, two guys for this role. One guy named Josh Harnett who was in um, a few pretty dope movies. He was in uh, Black Hawk Down. He was in Pearl Harbor. He was also one of the stars from uh, 30 Days of Nights. And another person that they're looking at is Joel Egerton. Now, the only thing that I've ever seen him in was the um, 
Star Wars Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. He played uh, Luke Skywalker's uncle, the younger version of Luke Skywalker's uncle. So, you know, if you can picture that. But the quote goes on to say that the producers are looking at Harnett and Egerton for the role of Gotham's new DA, who may become Two-Face by the end of the film. Uh, Gotham's corrupt district attorney, Gal or Gil Coulson, was a victim of the Riddlers in the Batman. So that's the guy that got tied up uh, with the bomb to his face at the funeral. Uh, and now they're looking for a new district attorney. And that could possibly be Harvey Dent. Now, a couple of things, right? Um, I'm not really sure why we're going back down the Harvey Dent road. Um I'm not mad at it, you know what I'm saying? But I don't understand why we're going back down that road, man. We had Aaron Eckhart, who played a great uh, Two-Face. Tommy Lee Jones was, he was okay. He was a funny type of uh, Two-Face character. Billy D. Williams, um, it was rumored that if they were to do another Batman movie when he was playing Harvey Dent, he would have became Two-Face. And there's actually a comic book out where... um, it's like Batman 89, I believe is the title of it, where they take the character that Harvey Dent, but it's in the, uh, Billy D. Williams character from the movie. And he turns into Two-Face in that comic book. It's like six issues. A really dope uh, story, man. So go check that out if you have time. But it's kind of like, man, we're repeating this again, like another Harvey Dent character. We've had really good versions of Harvey Dent. We've had really good versions of Two-Face. Now, the only way I would be really, really satisfied with this is if they do the Long Halloween uh, book. You know, if they take Long Halloween and do their version uh, of that in in movie form, then I think I would be okay with it. Um, That was a very very good story and Harvey Dent was all over that book um and his transformation uh into Two-Face happens in that story uh and as the quote says uh we would get more Harvey Dent in this movie than we would get Two-Face so by the end of the movie we would find out or we would see that full transformation into two-face so i would i wouldn't be mad at that but it's kind of like man i was really hoping we would see uh some characters that we didn't see i mean i'm happy that they're not talking about the joker like i would be really upset if it was the joker all over again um because harvey dent has more of a connection with bruce wayne um because they're both trying to save the city of gotham uh so it's a very good origin story and you know, it could be a play with those guys working together and all that stuff, similar to what they did with Christian Bale uh, in his Batman movie when they had the Joker and Two-Face and all that stuff in there. Um, but I wouldn't mind them doing this only if they did the long Halloween type of story where we saw some other criminals and we get more of that, those mob ties and stuff. Maybe you can even bring Colin Farrell into it as the penguin in there and having those mob ties in there um throughout the storyline and you know batman and bruce and um and harvey dent you know fighting alongside of jim gordon trying to you know put a stop to these these mob the mob and and gotham and everything like that so you know we'll see how it goes um and we'll keep an eye out for for all those rumors and everything that will hopefully be getting cleared up 
you know, and we'll be getting some facts about what's going on with the movie. So, yeah, man, it's really cool. It's really interesting. Hopefully they do Long Halloween, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but with that said, Isaac is not here today, so I will be filling in for Isaac. Uh, and I'm pretty much just going to let you guys know some of the books that I'll be picking up uh, this week on June 14th, 2023. All right, let's get to it, man. As you guys know, Isaac is not here this uh, Monday. He actually is in Dallas right now uh, at the Fan Expo. I wish I could have, you know, got tickets for that, but you know, the family and I were we're working on some projects here. It just didn't fit the budget, so I'm gonna be filling in for Isaac this week for a new Comic Book Day previews for your pool list. All right, so let's kick it off with DC Books, man. As you know, DC Books come out on Tuesday, which would be June 13th. Um, um, and the first book that I have here is Static Team Up, Anansi Issue 1. I believe this is a one shot. I don't think there's going to be anything else after this. But it's written by uh, Evan Narcisse, who's a really great writer. Uh, the artist is Charles Stewart III. And the cover artist for uh, cover A is Nicholas Draper Ivy, who's been working on Static Season 1 and 2 um, that have been excellent stories. So I would suggest you go pick those up. Uh, but the synopsis for this issue is in a story set before the events of Static uh, Shadows of Dakota, which is actually the story that Evan, uh, not Evan Narcisse, um, Nicholas Draper Ivy has been working on. Uh, the Static Shock animated series fan favorite African superhero Anansi pays a visit to Dakota uh, investigating super a supernatural disturbance, but he's going to need Static's help to explore the outcult side of the Milestone universe. So that sounds really interesting, man. Um, Anansi and uh, uh, Static going to be teaming up to find out what the heck is going on in those deep, dark areas of the milestone universe. So I'm expecting to see a lot of monsters and, and, and crazy things like that. Moving on to the next uh, book, we got a brand new number one uh, comic coming out from Marvel comics. It's a uh, black Panther issue. Number one, uh, for those that read the last volume of black Panther, uh, JT, you know, he reviewed pretty much all of those issues, uh, here on the one in 100 podcast on Wednesdays. And it wasn't that great of an adventure. I, I have to admit, I kind of tapped out at like issue six. Um, but I know JT read the whole thing and he had a very, um, good review for it. Uh, but he, you know, he admitted it just, it didn't pan out to be what he wanted to be. So Marvel rebooted, you know, we're onto a new volume and the creative team for this story is Eva Ewing. Uh, she's the writer. She did a lot of great work with, uh, Ironheart, uh, Riri Williams. I loved her run with that. Uh, and then we have Chris Allen doing the artwork and cover a is by Torian Clark, but I know there is, um, a couple of dope variants, man. There's one by Sanford Green. Uh, he has like Howard the Duck on on top of T'Challa's shoulders, uh, which is a crazy cover. But I'm really loving. I'm really loving the Scotty Young variant cover, man. That that just says is super dope. So uh, let's get to the synopsis, man. So we got a king without a crown, barnished from the throne, and a fugitive in his own homelands. T'Challa still can't leave Wakanda without its sworn protector. A king without the without a crown, he finds a new purpose lurking 
the streets and shadows of Wakanda City that bears his father's name, Baron T'Chaka. Uh, new direction, new villains, new creative team. Get in on the ground floor of Marvel's next smash hit. Now, I don't know if it's going to be a smash hit or not. I mean, obviously, we got to read the story, but it sounds like it's going to be a hell of an adventure. I know there's going to be some new characters for sure that are going to be popping up. So, like I said, get in on the ground floor. Do not miss this one. Uh, you know, hopefully it's a great story, a great run, but definitely at least go pick up that number one for sure. Uh, and if you haven't done so, pre-order it um, or maybe not pre-order pre issue two. <laughs> I think it's, it's way too late to pre-order uh, issue one now. But then we have uh, Captain America Cold War. Omega number one. This is the end of the Cold War crossover series. I want to say it was six issues total. Um, there was an alpha and then that was the Omega. And I think uh, we had two issues apiece for the Steve Rogers, Captain America and the Sam Wilson, Captain America story. And now those two teams are coming together. Uh, those two creative teams are coming together. So we got Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly, who did the Steve Rogers run on Captain America. And then we have Tinok Anabuchi who wrote the Sam Wilson run. And there's like a whole bunch of artists and all that stuff that are helping on this story as well. Um, now for the, for the synopsis. Now I'm just going to let you know, this does have some spoilers in it. If you haven't read the cold war and you want to read the cold war story, you might want to fast forward. I'll just say it's a really dope crossover story. I know I'm not too big on crossovers, but I saw the writing on the wall from the beginning of this when both Captain America books came out. Um, and I really wanted to get in on the ground floor and, and I got all the Steve Rogers run on for half price. So can't be mad about that. So the synopsis for the story is uh, White Wolf has unleashed an army of Dimension Z monsters upon the world as a declaration of global war. And Team Cap's only hope to stop it is to take him down for good. Meanwhile, Bucky Barnes deploys his final chess piece ian rogers himself to turn the situation in his favor lifelong friends battle along mortal enemies and change the direct trajectory of their lives in this stunning conclusion so yeah man if you haven't been reading cold war it's a really good story but i will say it's not a place to jump in on. Don't don't jump in just at the Cold War crossover because you're going to be completely lost. This was a story that was built up all the way from the beginning with two separate comic books. So I wouldn't suggest you jump in on the Cold War, but it is a really dope story. They might put out like a big trade or something later on. Uh, but moving forward to my uh, last uh, story that I'm looking forward to is Monarch issue number five, man. You guys know I've been loving this story. Uh, and this is coming from Rodney Barnes, who is the writer. Um, Alex Lenz, he is the artist. He also does the cover art for uh, cover A. And then for cover B is Chris Visions. And I've been getting both covers for for this run man both covers have been amazing so the synopsis is stranger from above part five the truth is revealed uh trayvon's true nature comes out when an unexpected betrayal by a close friend leaves deja's life hanging in the balance now trayvon has to find a way to save the love of his life 
if he still can, while battling relentless creatures from beyond the stars that are intent on destroying mankind. So once again, this is coming from Rodney Barnes, whose Philadelphia has been nominated for an Eisner Award. So hopefully uh, he wins that award. You know, he deserves it. Um, and Alex Lynn, you know, so this is a great story. This is a sci-fi love story that has some horror stuff going on and it. Not too much horror, but it does have like that thriller you know aspect to him not as much horror as Philadelphia and Nina Halls but damn this is a good story I don't think this is the last issue in the run I think there might be one more because it doesn't say conclusion but yeah that's it man the other stories that I'm kind of looking at uh Green Lantern issue two from DC um and I'll be honest with you guys I'm only looking at it because it has a backup story for John Stewart uh, and I really kind of dug the first backup story or the first part of the backup story and John Stewart will be getting his own run and the writer of this backup story will be doing the John Stewart run unlike the steel backup story that's been in action comics the last two action comic issues uh that's a totally different writer than who's writing steel right now the the miniseries that's going on so i'm looking at that and then i'm also looking at a series called void rivals uh issue one it's from skybound uh, which is a part of Image Comics and Robert Kirkman uh, and Lorenzo De Felici. Uh, there, this is a new story for them. It's kind of like a sci-fi war type of thing going on, where obviously the entire universe is going to be threatened by some type of dark forces. And I'll be honest with you, the only reason why I'm even looking at this story is because. I really enjoyed uh, Firepower. Is That's a story that Robert Kirkman did. And I also enjoyed Oblivion Song. Now, I didn't read Walking Dead. I'm not one of those, you know, uh, OG Robert Kirkman fans. Uh, I wasn't even collecting comics at that time. And I'm definitely not getting any reprints. I'm good. If I really want to read it, I'll get the trade. But I really enjoyed those two stories that he did. Uh, I don't know if Firepower is coming back. Though. I hope it's not like over, over. It could be. Uh, I don't think I read the last issue, but anyway, uh, I really enjoy what he did with those stories. So I'm definitely going to check this out uh, and see what they do with issue one and see if it uh, kind of pulls me in. But with that said, man, that'll do it for today's episode of the one in 100 podcast. Being that it was just me today, I, I figured there's no reason to do three segments. Let's just stretch out the uh, the comic book talk a little bit. Um, but Isaac will definitely be back next Monday. And Wednesday, JT will be here to give us his top picks and reviews for new comic book day. So make sure you guys hit that subscribe button so you don't miss the action, man. You don't want to miss what we're talking about here. The 100 crew is definitely all that for sure. So hit that subscribe button, leave a comment and rate the show. Also, go down in the description um, in, in the podcast and you will see that there's a link to our sponsor the comics on coffee crew man they have been killing the game they're actually in dallas right now uh well they were over the weekend uh at the fan expo so hopefully isaac ran into them as well but you know you guys can go to the website find something that you like some great coffee a mug any other merchandise that they have available uh, and use promo code keep it 100 that's k-e-e P-I-T-100, the number 100. Type that in and you get 15% off, man. So and you can use it as much as you want. So go over there, get some coffee, get some merch uh, and wake up in the morning. You know, I, I'm loving this Metropolis Mocha. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. 
is very very good and it's got some some other stuff in there that's definitely waking your boy up i don't know what they got in this coffee but man it really gives me a boost in the morning to get that you know that morning started in in, in the right way so definitely head up to head over to uh, comics on coffee and get yourself some good stuff but with that said we are out of here good people remember to be good to yourself and remember to be good to others you know it's the only way man keep it positive you know what i'm saying and i'm your host amir and this is the one in 100 podcasts